You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Chief Justice Raymond Zondo says disbanding the Scorpions was the worst decision ever in the fight against uh, corruption. He was speaking at the National Anti-Corruption Advisory Council National Dialogue in Boxburg, Johannesburg. The Scorpions, an elite crime-fighting unit, was established by the former president, Thabo Mbeki, in 1999 to fight high-profile corruption cases. In 2009, it was disbanded by the former president, Jacob Zuma. Zonda says the Scorpions played a key role in fighting against corruption. He has also called for corruption whistleblowers to be incentivized. To further discuss this, we join on the line by the Executive Director at Corruption Watch, Karam Singh. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners. Is the Chief Justice Raymond Zondo correct in uh, saying that disbanding the Scorpions was the worst ever decision uh, in the fight against corruption? Well, yeah, it's interesting, uh, Elvis. It was quite a provocative statement uh, uh, by the Chief Justice. You know, the, the Scorpions were an, an effective unit. Um, uh, you know, since uh, we, we know that uh, it, the decision to disband them was something which flowed out of the, uh, the Polokwane Conference. And, you know, in, in, in retrospect, as we look back uh, on the era of state capture, it was clear that the state capture project hinged on uh, a weakening of key institutions, you know, particularly within the law enforcement space, uh, the MPA and the police, uh, and um, you know certainly um, the, the crime-fighting capacity that we've had, uh, you know, hasn't hasn't reached the heights uh, uh, that it, that it previously had since since that moment. So it certainly was an impactful decision, and uh, you know it remains with us today in terms of the debate about what should be the effective uh, law enforcement response and capacity in order to effectively fight corruption. The question we're asking our listeners is, would corruption be under control if the Scorpions were still operational? Uh, what do you think? Um, I think it's, you know, it's difficult to sort of say that, uh, uh, you know, there's one, one silver bullet. Um, you know, we have a, a situation of endemic corruption. Uh, we have a, a systemic corruption. We saw even, you know, post-state capture in terms of what we saw during the PPE period. Um, we keep seeing significant corruption scandals now. So I don't think you can necessarily point to, to one event uh, or, 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 you know, or one set of circumstances and say, um, you know, uh, uh, the corruption situation would be under control. I, I think the capacity for the state to investigate corruption would be better aided uh, if we had still had the Scorpions or if we have a similar body now. Um, but I think there are lots of factors which have led to, uh, to the type of situation we find ourselves in now. As Corruption Watch, what do you think has been some of the shortcomings in South Africa's fight against corruption? Well, um, you know, certainly you know, there have been problems uh, uh, in terms of the law enforcement response. We've got a serious, you know, serious challenges uh, around transparency within the system, being able to easily detect corruption. You know, there's one of the big areas is in the area of procurement, we know. Um, and, you know, we have this now serious problem around accountability. It's difficult to investigate. It's, it, it's been a challenge to effectively uh, uh, prosecute cases of prominent people. There are challenges around uh, 
recovering stolen money. Uh, you know, we know uh, that, that there was significant, you know, billions of rand siphoned out of the country through illicit financial flows. It's really difficult, difficult to recover that money. And we have a very hostile uh, uh, environment towards whistleblowers, which makes it, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, difficult for, for people to come forward uh, and, and blow the whistle on corruption because they fear uh, uh, the potential reprisals that they will face. So we need a you know, significantly enhanced protection for whistleblowers in order to, uh, you know, effectively try to proceed with this, uh, the, the fight against corruption. Talking about whistleblowers, the Chief Justice also said that there should be incentives in place for South Africans to blow that whistle on fraud and corruption. Do you think it will help in the fight against corruption and, and how? I think it. I think it really could help, and I think it could really turn the tide. And what um, what the chief justice is talking about is a situation where a whistleblower comes forward. Um, the, the the information that they give is uh, significantly aids uh, law enforcement in terms of being able to recover money that's been stolen, and then the whistleblower is able to receive a portion of that money. Uh, as a reward for uh, for coming forward, this is a, a incentivized whistleblowing. It's something that we see in other jurisdictions around the world. It's not again. It's not a. It's not the only answer. It's not going to be a silver bullet. But it, but again, in a situation where corruption has gotten so out of control, uh, uh, we do need to try to rebalance this. And incentivized whistleblowing is definitely one of the concrete proposals which is on the table at the moment, which could help us. But some have criticized that call for that financial incentive, uh, saying that people will now make disclosure just because they want the money, not necessarily because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is something that uh, that, that Chief Justice Zondo uh, uh, flagged in his comments, saying that, you know, obviously... You know, we want people to come forth uh, uh, and blow the whistle because they're doing the right thing. But, but um, you know, in this situation, uh, you know, given how, uh, how challenging the corruption dynamic is, how, how difficult it is to uncover and investigate um, a, a corruption, you know, we can't be uh, a completely purist about this, and we, we, we can't necessarily... Uh, um, close down this this potential reform just because of the motives. You know, I think what's critical is that um, if a whistleblower is motivated by ill intent or if their their information is not correct, uh, uh, then you know that would not be a situation where where they would be rewarded. So um, you know, there could be these perverse incentives which which would come in. Um, but, but I think over time, um, you know, this is this, this mm. is a, a, a reform measure which which needs to be given some consideration in order to redress the real you know, imbalance in the current system between the ability of law enforcement to get good information and then the ability to to prosecute and and to recover money. Karam Singh, I thank you so much for your time. That was the executive director at Corruption Watch. So. What? You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.